0: Do you believe in redemption? We'll talk about it on this episode of the Mind Dog TV podcast. <laughs> Welcome, my friends, to yet another episode of the Mind Dog TV podcast. I'm Matt Nappo. Thanks for coming. It's great to have you here, as always. Uh, Tonight, we're going to talk about a story of redemption, in a way, uh, about a young man who uh, turned his life around completely. It's going to be a really interesting story. I'm not going to give too much away, but I will tell you this. uh, We hadn't had in 250 or so episodes uh, up until Tuesday night of this week, we hadn't had a single guest on who was from Louisiana. And then we had one on Tuesday night, Larry Jorgensen, who has written the book, The Coca-Cola Trail. And then we had another one on in Billy Akramalt today. And I believe we have a third uh, Cajun on tonight. So uh, it's uh, just a coincidence, I guess. But I guess we're making up for lost time. Um, Before we get started, and this is getting really old, but I have to keep doing it until October 29th. Uh, 16 days ago now, 17 days ago, I'm losing track of the time. Uh, Chris Burris from SES Research was with me and promoting his new product, or his product, not new, uh, My Vital C. And the quick story on that is this was discovered in 1991. Uh, the main element of this was is ES60. Uh, it went uh, underwent toxic, Uh, testing toxicity testing on lab mammals. And they found out not only was it not toxic, it prolonged the life of lab uh, mammals for 90% or more. And it also gave them a better quality of life. Uh, so it underwent more testing and more testing. And finally in uh, 2013, the FDA, Food and Drug Administration of the United States, uh, said it was okay for human consumption. So humans have been using it since 2013 and Uh, claiming extraordinary results, uh, better uh, health, uh, better, more energy, better sleep, better brain function or clarity of thought. Uh, And so Chris made these claims that it could uh, prolong your life by 90 percent. And me being the skeptic I am, uh, I said, well, that's a tough thing to believe. (laughs) First of all, we don't have any 140 year old people walking around to prove it uh so extraordinary claims require extraordinary proof he said how about this i'll send you a bunch of the stuff you can use it for free have me on back on again in six to eight weeks we'll discuss your results i said fair enough so i've been doing this stuff now this is my 16th day uh 16 days and nights do it twice a day i've been doing it online for two reasons to hold myself accountable and to have some video proof that I've actually done it. So the experiment is going well. Uh, 15 out of the 16 days, I've had good results. More energy, better sleep. Uh, There have been some hiccups along the way. A couple of days ago, I had a crash and burn day where I just didn't feel it. Uh, So, But we can't say uh, scientifically 100% that we can attribute that to this stuff. But I'm doing it anyway. I'm doing it online just to hold myself accountable. I'm going to do it really quickly here, get it out of the way. And it's just that simple, except really quickly I have to take some kind of chaser because it is the most awful tasting stuff on the planet. And that's the first thing I'm going to recommend him, recommend to him when he comes back on October 29th is, uh, you know, they found a way to make cough syrup not taste so terrible. They can find a way to make this stuff. Not taste so terrible, and that's all I have to say about it. So he'll be with me on October twenty ninth at one p.m. Please join me then and review the results then. I know we're all getting tired of me having to do that at the at the intro of the show. We're going to do. I committed to it. And uh, for the people who've written in and said, you know, this guy's getting free advertising. Uh, this is a, uh, he's getting over on you uh i was <laughs> like no he's not getting over on me first of all if anybody wants to give me free stuff send me free stuff they can have all the free advertising they want that's not an advertisement it's a a uh, experiment it's not a paid sponsor by any way it's not a promotion and uh but again i i'm fully aware of what's going on and i'm if you want to send me free stuff that's that's all, all good stuff. I love free stuff. So you know, he's not getting over me. I, I appreciate your concern. My real sponsors for tonight, my sponsors, I should say, Funwise Capital Business Lender Matching Platform. Their lender matching platform gets you the best credit lines guaranteed. You can apply online in sixty seconds or less, and there's no effect to your credit score to see how much you can get. Use the funding for anything you need to start or grow your business. That's right, I said start or grow your business. If you don't have a business, but you got a solid business plan, they can help you get money. Uh, Get the best funding you can qualify for. The Strategic Lender Matching Platform searches through hundreds of lenders to find the best possible option for your unique situation. They have hundreds of five-star reviews on Google, Trustpilot, and Facebook, and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They provide unsecured lines of credit at 0% of interest for nine to 15 months, unsecured term loans, loans based on income, short-term gap funding, or bridge loans. They work with real estate, startups, franchises, restaurants, any kind of business, any kind of project. To get started, it's really simple. You just go to slash apply.fundwise.com. That's apply.fundwise.com. I uh, slash mind dog. And I do appreciate you patronizing my sponsors. Okay. On to tonight's program. Again, uh, this is an extraordinary story of an extraordinary young man who has turned his life around completely. Um. I found out about him to somebody in one of the uh, social media groups about podcasting. I uh, just posted a thing. I got an interesting story. Here's what it is. Anybody interested? And I said, sure, that's exactly what we want on this program. It's exactly the kind of stuff that inspires and uh, interests me. So here goes. From overdosing and almost dying to overcoming, overcoming and thriving. Jeremy Van Winkle is here to talk about his soon-to-be-released book, Selling You, which tells his story of going from uh, uh, being 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 a meth addict who overdosed and was nearly on his deathbed to becoming a successful, (laughs) try that again, successful business owner and one of the leading contractors for products in the Southeast US. Ladies and gentlemen, please open up your minds, open up your ears, and help me welcome in Jeremy Van Winkle to the Mind Dog TV podcast. Jeremy, welcome.
1: Thank you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity.
0: It's great to have you here. And I have to say this being, uh, you know, this exposes my prejudice just a little bit. But when I look at you, uh, I would think there's no way that young man has ever uh, done a drug in his life. He looks like a straight A uh, good Christian boy who uh, who's been walked the straight and narrow his entire life.
1: Uh, looks will surprise you sometimes
0: yeah uh so (laughs) so tell me a little bit about your backstory and, and obviously i'm thinking this is your very first book yes
1: yes it is yes it is uh so i mean it's kind of exciting we're pumped up uh the whole team is excited to see it released and come to life but uh about my story uh 31 years old and uh i you know i grew up in u.s typical home you know didn't have no crazy story but 18 to 25 i started into real estate and uh 19 i built a subdivision and uh 21 to 25 i was doing trucking but somewhere in that uh in that time period i realized i had no self-worth no self-confidence and uh drugs uh gave me that boost that i needed so about 25 years old Uh, realized I was a meth addict and, uh, suboxone addict. And, uh, what was that one? Suboxone. It's a, Uh, I'm not familiar with that one. (laughs) (laughs) And newer. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, It's an opiate is what it is. But so that took me down a terrible dark path, man. Um, you know, uh, places I wish I'd never been. Uh, matter of fact uh it took me to the road of felonies uh to OD and uh see, you would think somebody when they OD that was the end of it they changed their life right there i wouldn't
0: but, think that uh, not it not no my personal story i have, <laughs> i have actually lost a son to uh to a, a addiction who who uh, ended up dying of an overdose and uh he overdosed three times so no i would not i would not think that um that's
1: terrible i hate that
0: yeah, it, me too. It's part of the culture of the United States right now that we live in where we're losing a lot of your generation. Uh, but I want to stop for a second because you, you said drug addict. And methamphetamine is not really a drug. I mean, when we talk about drugs, uh, most of them, even heroin, have had some kind of history of uh, medicinal use somewhere along the line. I don't think methamphetamine was e- was ever a uh, a drug in the in the medicinal uh, sense of the word, where you could take it to get better from something or anything, right?
1: Yeah, there's definitely nothing good <laughs> coming <laughs> from that,
0: <laughs> right? So long uh, term, at least well it's so confusing because it's not like i've never it's not like i've never um partaked in in, in drug use at all in my life man I'm an old guy, but yeah, I grew up in the seventies where drugs were sex drugs and rock and roll uh that's when my teenage years were nineteen seventies so um I'm familiar with drug culture, but methamphetamine really surprises me because um you know what it is, and and from for somebody like me who's never used it, I can't imagine the high being that good that I would want want to get involved in it. When I see the people it's affected and and exactly how they look, and and again, you don't look like a typical or, or any kind of meth user because when I see ex-meth users, usually they don't have any teeth. Their skin is like falling off. They look like zombies. They look like dead people.
1: Uh, and to be honest with you, that's how I looked. And, you know, thankfully I still have my teeth and the real ones, but uh man, I weighed 180 pounds. Wow. I had scabs and scars all over my face. I had long hair, beard. Uh, going through this promotion, I'm actually going to share a picture of me on the day I got arrested uh, or one of the times I got arrested and it just to show the transformation. It's, it's pretty cool.
0: Right. Before earlier, you said you realized you had self-worth. was that a conscious thought like you, I, I, you know, cause when you say realized, it makes me think like you actually had a, a thoughtful moment. Like, listen, I have self-worth, a low self-worth. I think I'm going to start using drugs. It didn't happen that way. did it?
1: No, <laughs> it wasn't a conscious effort, but you know, um, looking back on it, you know that's the one of the main reasons why you know I chose you know that route seemed so appealing to me. Uh, it gave me that boost in confidence you know through do everything. but uh, it quickly wakes you up when you hit the concrete face down, wide open.
0: Really, so meth and for and I don't want to entice people into using it, but can you de- describe what what meth is like uh, as far as you you're talking about giving yourself conf- giving you uh, confidence? Is it a, a, like a do you feel? Can you have like a normal thought when you're on it? Because the people yeah, I've I mean, seen on it, it look like crazy man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, but you know the, there is a a euphoric appeal to it as well as the the energy and um, uh, overall just Superman type feeling. Um, you're invincible basically. Uh, and that's what kept me going back to it. Things that started out with cocaine and then right. it went to methamphetamine cause I couldn't snort any more coke cause I had scabs in my nose and wow. Couldn't, couldn't get any in there. So I, I switched to a new drug, you know, started smoking meth and, uh, then it went to eating suboxone strips and you know, it's not that I'm, uh no way am I proud of the road I walked. Of course. But, but wow, um, it changed the man I, you know, it allowed me to become the man I am today.
0: And it, it sounds like, because my experience with drug use and drug users, and I have a lot of it, is most of them uh, it took 20 years of hardcore use to uh, hit that place where they said, I either, I got to. I got to check out of this somehow. I got to get out of it. And I know young people who went through rehab. Again, my son went through rehab several times. He was 34 when he passed. Uh, he was 30 when he passed. He'd be 34 today. Uh, but, uh, most of the people I know were in it for like 20 years. It sounds like you were in it for maybe five or six years, which uh, doesn't seem like a long time from all the drug addicts that, and drug users that I've known over the years. Uh, but you had some hardcore experiences in the, in that short period of time, I guess.
1: Absolutely. And it was more like three years. Um, I changed my life two years ago, January 8th, 2018. My family my wife and uh she was taking my son away from me and you know most people like would think that'd be enough reason right there to not do it but man when you're in that in that world and your mind is so fogged you can't think correctly anyway but thankfully um watching my wife whom i love dearly and i'm so thankful she's with me um fisa walk away with with my son who i do anything for my three children. Um, that was it. That was where I made the conscious decision enough's enough. And I began rebuilding and through these past two years and eight months, um, I've, I've noticed what it's taken me to, to do that. And it's a daily thing. And if, when we get into it and, you know, I'll explain some of those things, it's going to be in the book, but stuff I've, I've, I've actually had my entire life, um, just didn't know how to use them correctly and <laughs> most most people have it already they do and they just don't know how to use it and so that's what I'm hoping with my book I can reach people who not only in the drug you know if they're a drug addict maybe they were abused maybe they have poor financial mindset uh, because this works in business and it works in life you know um, I'm hoping hoping to provide a roadmap uh, yeah you know right what direction
0: we could use that roadmap because and not to blow not to be you know un, un, insincere in any way be, or, or to blow your ego up but I looked at your site uh, uh, for your business site and I know you're not here to promote your business but uh that looks like you're an extremely successful young man with the business you're in and again you look extremely healthy like a, a, I wouldn't ever think you were were a drug user in any way so you you've made a, an ex- Dream turnaround in a short period of time. How did you do it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it, that's what we're going to talk about in the book. The title of the book is called selling you. It um, really, the whole mantra of the book, it's, it's all about you. It's selling yourself to yourself every single day. Um, you know, you mentioned my business by you coatings. Um, when I decided to start that business, I went to Arkansas and literally slept in my truck so I could go to a class and learn how to do it. Wow. I, I slept in my truck. I had paid the money to be in the class. That's all I had come back. I mean, we were struggling, um, and come back and I started, I just started. And, um, thankfully I had some, some friends and family and, and, uh, they were helping me spread the word and I started picking up a couple jobs and I took pride in my work and, and it grew. <laughs> it it really grew, grew rather faster, quickly. Yes. It grew
0: really quickly, like at a breakneck pace, obviously, because if you've only been doing it, you know, several years now and not decades, uh, I mean, I've seen the work. I've been to the website, and I looked at it, and I said, wow, this, is, this looks like somebody who's put a career into this. And it, it, it's it's really shocking to see how far you've come in such a short period of time. So I, it appears you stumbled onto some kind of success secret that uh, <laughs> other people aren't aren't keen to keen to. So I'm I'm eager to hear more.
1: <laughs> it definitely ain't no secret. I mean, the the, the things I want to talk about in my book um, are are age old. They are. It's evergreen, um, but people. You know whether they didn't teach it in school or they didn't have the right opportunity to learn it. Uh, that's what I'm hoping. I can teach it to them. I can show them. Not that I'm anybody special, but I promise you, I've walked down some roads that I know a lot of people are at in America, and and they're looking for the answer. Right. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, I said evergreen, and uh, there's there's several points in everybody's life. You know, the more they know or the more they grow, that. Um, you're going to be your best self, your best you, and so as you grow and and you learn more things, you gain more knowledge. There's a new best you that you can achieve, and um, so this is and that's why I say it's evergreen. It's not a, it's not age It you know it's not going to uh, outgrow the technology. Technology is not going to outgrow what I'm I'm talking about. This is uh this is a mindset. Uh, Every day I wake up, I write my goals down every night. I I write my goals down Um, and I can go into more of that and why I do it and what I'm going to talk about in the book so
0: yeah please do but before you do i gotta say this now i I, people who listen to this program have heard me say this a lot of times this uh, doing this podcast as often as i do and meeting a a lot of different people with a lot of different stories i start to believe less and less in the uh, existence of coincidence and start to feel like the universe is sending me messages with intent and i'll tell you what i'm talking about as i mentioned in the in the intro you're the third person from Louisiana this week. Uh, and, uh, the one I had on today authored a book called becoming, how to become the very best you, you can be. Wow. Is that, Yeah. Wow. Right. So to me, I was like, that's more than a coincidence that this guy and at the the end of the show, he was pitching that book and he held it up. And and that was the last thing I remember about today. And then you're sitting there and those words come out of your mouth. And I'm saying that's more than coincidence. Like whether you believe in God or whatever you believe in, something is trying to say, listen up, listen, here's the message uh it's really strange to me so uh, i would love to hear more of your story but that just sent like you got the hair on the back of my neck standing up just a little bit when you (laughs) when you said that Um, yeah i
1: definitely uh i definitely don't believe in coincidence
0: yeah. So what was the, what was the actual first? How did you take that first step? I mean, that's the real difficult thing for most people who are, no matter what struggle they're trying to overcome, is taking that first step to get it right because you, you build yourself up into this habit and this lifestyle. Getting out of it, you know, it's the hardest thing. And I guess, and I've heard this cliche, if you're in a hole, the first thing you got to do is stop digging, right? So you, for Absolutely. you. First thing you had to do was stop doing drugs, but that's not an easy thing to do.
1: No, and it's really a great question because that brings up the very first chapter of my book. And that chapter is the decision. Um, You know, no matter where you're at in your life, no matter what, uh, what background, what, what you've done in your past to yourself to cause you to be in a hole, what race you are, uh, it, it don't matter. It don't matter. The first thing you have to do to start going up is decide to do it. That decision. Yes, it can sound cliche. Well, I'm going to do this, but there's a uh, inner feeling, a commitment as just. um, I I can't even hardly explain how, you know, the feeling I have right now, uh, thinking back to the decision that I made um, to to go up and get out of where I was. We can't you know it brings? Uh, it's just I, I'm tingling. I got the hair on the back of my neck standing up. But um, but it's not just that one day. Uh, that one day when I decided when I seen my family about to leave and and I decided it was time to change. It, it, it wasn't just that one day. It was every single day, two years and eight months and some change ago that I wake up and I decide to go get it. That I decide to win that I decide to keep winning. And there's so much into that that we can deep dive into, but it all begins with the decision. It all begins with the decision.
0: What strikes me is, you know, from psychology and and new Age thought, no matter, and all these self-help stuff, they always talk about humans are uh, motivated by two things, either pain or pleasure, right? And it sounds like uh, what really got you And I could be wrong about this, but this is what I'm hearing is you got the message that, hey, I could lose my wife and family. And that fear actually uh, kind of became a reality in your mind and the motivating force behind your getting better. Do I have that right?
1: Absolutely. That was the beginning. But, you know, as as you like I said earlier, the more, you know, and the more you grow, you become a better you. So, you know, when you're five steps down the road. And you have another decision to make that day. There's a whole nother methodology behind it of why you're making that decision. Right. You know, once I got, you know, once I got out of the hole and I was starting to, I was getting a job again, I was taking care of my life. I was gaining weight. I was mending my family. I was building trust. You know, once I got past all that and I was deciding to go start a business, there was a whole nother reason I was deciding to go for, to go up. So, you know, every there's, there's going to be, many points in people's lives as they grow and, and, and as they gain more knowledge that um, that they're going to decide to do something. And if, if you can just take it all back down to the core reason why people uh, do great things in this world is because they decided to do it and they, wow. and they made that decision real. And then the chapters after that, I, I talk into how to keep, how to where to go from the decision and right. selling you every day
0: selling you and, and somebody would look at that title and think it's necessarily a business oriented book or a sales motivation book. Uh and and you know sales people always talk about we're all in sales to one one degree or another uh no matter what you do for a living. But uh is there any of that um business stuff in there or or is that just Absolutely. The, there is.
1: Absolutely, there is. So in on the on the cover of book it uh it talks about recreating your recreating yourself to crush it in business and life. And so there's principles and, um, that go both ways. I, I, I take care of both sides of the street, business and life. Although they're, they seem to be two different sides of the street. They're the same thing They you know, they're parallel, they work well together. Um, you know, there are people in this life who, who are great at business, but they're at home life sucks. Right. Uh, and there's people that are, are great at home. They're great fathers, they're great dads, they're great husbands, but they have no idea what to do in business. So it's <laughs> vice versa. Um, right. so it, it works on both, on both sides. But some of the things we, we're going to talk about in the book is, uh, deciding, uh, committing to that decision, um, making a strategy, Recognizing uh, goods and bads, uh, what to weed out and what to keep, um, peer pressure and how that affects in the business side and the life side, Um, when to include people and how to exclude people. Um, You know, there's an old saying. There's, uh, you know, you are the books you read and the five closest people to you. So you are to you are to take advantage and look. And see who who's who's around me. Who's giving me? Who's putting thoughts in my head? Who's talking to me? And uh, you need to move up if if you don't like what what your life is at that current state. My my uh, advice is to you is to find some new friends. Uh, weed out the family because I promise you, family can be negative. Uh, if if they're bringing you down, go. Um, <laughs> it, it's a it's about you, man. If if you want if you have any courage to uh, help people in your life, to make your life better, to make your family life better. Um, Where you start is with you. And you have to sell yourself every single day that you are what it's going to take for your family to be better, for you to be better, for the world around you to be better. It all starts with you.
0: Wow. They, that's a, a, a lot of stuff to unpack in there. Uh The stuff about peer pressure and, and the people you surround yourself with definitely hits home to me. I think uh because I've seen it, you know, I've been around the block a few times with, with not just drug addiction, but all sorts of struggles and seeing people, you know, I'm an old man. The older you get, the more you, you experience you see. And I've seen people try to overcome uh, whatever obstacles that, face them in their life and think that they're going to change uh and, and make positive changes but still keep the same friends in their lives the same, go to the same places go to, uh, and see the same people and uh, keep the same um habitual lifestyle that they had and think that it's they are going to be able to change just that one thing you can't do it. you have to change your whole life don't you
1: it won't work it yeah. will not work um Cause you know, when I, when I finally made the decision to change and I changed, that wasn't the first time that, you know, every, (laughs) every person that struggles with drugs or depression or whatever is going on with your life, there's, there's, you decided to, you tried to change many times, but there's an old saying, there's no trying in this world. You either do it or you don't. And so when that decision comes and you really mean it, you're going to get rid of the the, the people you hang out with, the old friends, the places you go. Uh, for one if, if even if you uh, if you'd really decided to do it but you still have some lingering thoughts, maybe I maybe I can't do this, maybe it's too tough. If you keep putting yourself around the same people and going to the same places where you know you're gonna be tempted, it ain't gonna work right you're setting yourself up for failure. And so towards the end of the book, I just talk about winning and keep on winning. Because it's an everyday, it's an everyday battle. Uh, you know, the stronger you get, you know, it's all, it's all mindset. It's all mindset. Right. And you uh,
0: know, uh, I, can I, can I get a little personal and ask—are you a person of faith? Do you believe in God? And, and absolutely, do you, you do. Oh, yeah, I think that that um, it comes through no matter what your answer was going to be. I kind of, I kind of had some kind of inkling of that. And uh,
1: but, I mean, and it's and it's for everybody too, because if you believe in God or another higher power, or if you just believe in the universe, what, what is taught in selling you, it works for any of those people.
0: Right. And I think all because, those all those three things you mentioned are the same thing, whether it's God or the higher power or the, or the universe, whatever we want to call it. I am I say to myself of my faith, because I've always called myself a weak Christian, uh, a sinner by, by design, uh, and <laughs> and hopefully I'm forgiven. But I always say I'm too stupid to know the nature of God. I just know there's something bigger than me out there that's, uh, that, that's something and, and people get hung up on the words whether you're a person of religion or, or, or not, and then you know, we get caught up in what. What are we going to call it? But I think, at everybody's core, like that I mentioned earlier, when it comes down to coincidence, and you feel like the universe is telling you something. I don't care if you call it God or the universe. You know that that message is is bigger than you. There's something bigger than you out there directing
1: it. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, did you go through a twelve step program or not?
1: I did not. I did not go to rehab. Now, I'm not, I'm not suggesting this for anybody. This is, I'm just telling right. you what I did. I get uh, I didn't go to rehab. I didn't go to a 12-step. Now, I was made to do some stuff uh, through the court system, uh, <laughs> but I even failed out of that because before I OD'd, uh, I'm sorry, before I went to jail, I had OD'd. Then I went to jail, and uh, I got put on a special program to rehabilitate my life. And I fell out of that again. So it wasn't to, I went through all of that and still hadn't made up my mind. Wow. So I mean, it, that really shows you that, man, it's a, did, did I tell the court system I was going to change? Absolutely. Did I tell the people that love me uh, when I OD that I was going to change? Yes, I did. Did I? No. Because like I said earlier, when I, if you don't change the people around you and the places you're going and what you're doing, if you don't really com- commit the second chapter in the book to the decision, um, uh, it's, it's not going to work. It's not mm-hmm. going to work. My, so th- you
0: can- my thought in hearing this is that, um, your wife must be a saint in some way, but I'm, am I think because she saved your life by, by convincing you that she was serious, that she was going to leave you. But I, I, I have to imagine that at some point you're getting arrested, o d n and getting arrested. She had to have at least said it once or twice in, in those times. And you just didn't believe it yet.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely.
0: And when it got, when it got real and you saw him packing up the truck, that's when you said, okay, now, uh, wow, this is real. Holy crap. A moment for you. I, I better do so. Yeah. Sometimes that's what it takes. I mean, uh, not just hearing the words, but feeling the reality of, of rock bottom is much more important than just Saying the words, "This is rock bottom."
1: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and not only do I want to, uh, you know, help prevent people from going that far, but the people that are, have already been there, there's a way out, you know. Uh, and I, I want to reach people, not just the drug addicts, you know, not just people with family problems. Uh, there's there's so many things that we could label this. I don't want to put us into a box. But if you have problems in life and or if you have a business mind, entrepreneurial spirit, this book can help you. Um, I, I 100% believe in it. It's my life story. Um, and it works. It's, it's a proven strategy. I'm the proof sitting right here. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I have to say, you know, you, your shirt says genuine on it and i have to think that that it's it's telling the truth uh and we talk about that a lot on this on this program when you talk about selling you part of selling is on the authenticity people have to believe it's real so i think your story can be an inspiring one to young people especially because when i hear you when i look at you it it sound it reeks of authenticity and and genuineness so i think that's a great selling point so i think you can help a lot of people just want to I mention the url that. before we go any further and i believe by the time you hear this on the audio podcast the book will be out but uh it will just be jeremy's name jeremyvanwinkle.com, uh where where the book will be available uh it's not available tonight but bookmark it and and keep copy down that uh, if you're watching the live stream tonight uh to be able to get it again it's jeremy uh so what's the date that it's it's set to come out do you know
1: so our goal was to to have it out 10 10 20 um and we we're trying to beat that goal because i mean that's just the only way to do it is beat a goal right um, so uh we were hoping it was going to be ready by the broadcast but we were having some technical issues so um it'll for sure be done 10, 10, 20, but I would, I would definitely look for it in the morning um, to, to, for it to go live.
0: Okay, great. Good, good stuff. So earlier you mentioned, and you just mentioned it again, writing down your goals. Uh, You you write down your goals every single day and every, every night.
1: Every, and, and I actually learned this from another man that I look up to. I I don't want to get off into that, but he, he told me, or he was telling an audience and I just listened, I just picked it out for me like he was talking to me, but I write them down every morning. I write them down every, every night before I go to bed. And when I'm feeling down or I'm feeling like I'm having a bad day, I, I'll be honest with you, but six, seven days ago, I probably wrote my goals 10 times. It was a terrible day, <laughs> but, <laughs> but when I look at my goals, I write them in a the present tense, you know, I am an author. I am a, a motivational speaker. I am changing 100,000 lives. I am whatever it fits in your life. I write them in the present tense. I write them in the morning, at night, and whatever I'm feeling down.
0: Amazing stuff. You know what? I, I, I'm going to put that into to practice in my life tonight. I promise you that. Uh, um, it it's it's good, I don't know if I'm gonna to stick to it every day and every night, but uh you mentioned that one day when you had to write it down six times i I think part of the problem when people are trying to make these changes is one they they beat themselves up. Over one small setback, and so, and you need that reinforcement as you go through, and you found that in this uh, goal writing down. Uh, but I think that's the the big stumbling block for a lot of people. I commit to the change, I start to make the change, and then whatever happens, and I stumble, and then I beat myself up and say, "This and see, this is never going to work." Uh, this chapter three, okay, <laughs> and what strategy? What's the, strategy,
1: strategy, yeah. So, writing goals is part of the strategy. Um. If if you uh, there's an old. Uh, let me see if I can remember. Piss poor planning equals piss poor performance.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. Yes.
1: Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, I've heard that all my life, but that's true. If you if you don't if you fail to plan, the plan's going to fail. Right. One of those ways. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. you get the point. If um, if
0: if you fail to uh, plan, you should uh, plan to fail. <laughs> yes.
1: Correct. Yes. I, I I knew I was messing it up somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, we got the picture. Um, but in chapter three, it talks about the strategy. Um, one of my strategies is, is goal writing. And not only is it a daily reminder of who I want to be because I'm writing it in the present tense. Like I own X number real estate. I own X number of businesses. I am investing in young entrepreneurs yearly. Um, I am changing X number of lives. I'm writing those because that's the man I want to become because like I said, from the very beginning, I'm at my best you right now, but I'm striving to be that next best me.
0: Tomorrow's going to be better.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. So that evergreen lifestyle of selling yourself to yourself every single day to win and keep winning. It works. And that's the entire mantra, the message in the book. And it's really a roadmap to, to success and business and life.
0: So um, uh, I'm going to go down a a different tangent here. Now, uh, being the kind of guy you have described yourself as so far in this discussion, I would imagine the people who work for you uh, see you as a tough boss, but a fair boss, uh, but a tough guy to impress. And and because because you've been through this and you you probably uh, and and I, you know, probably have a very low tolerance for BS and, and can spot it a mile away. Yes,
1: I do. And you know what? Um, I also have a lot of compassion and, you know, being in the contracting business, um, for, I don't know why, but contractors have, uh, know, they deal I with know. a lot of employees who have drug use or drug yeah. problems. And my, my heart goes out to those people. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say the man's name obviously, but, uh, probably three, four months ago, there was a man that swore up and down to me that he, he, uh, was changing you know he's changing his life and i told him in the interview i said look man i know you're not telling me the truth Mm -hmm. but i'm going to give you an opportunity to work for me because i feel like i can help you well and unfortunately it didn't work out because he was just trying to bs me and 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 he didn't really want to change he just wanted you know a job to get him by he wasn't looking to change because after um after i changed my life uh, the compassion towards that point of uh that problem in America is very close to my heart so anybody that is willing it to work and to change I will go to the moon and back for that person but someone that is not willing to change that wants to stay in that lifestyle I don't i, I can't be around them right. it's it's too much it's it's not yes there's pain because i think about the moments that i was in there the moment i was dying uh i could you know i I was falling i was sinking i was i just i was dying i could feel it so i have like you said i have little tolerance for bs in that section in that portion of life if if they're willing to change if they want to change and they're in and they've made that decision i will help them i'll do whatever i can to help them but if they are just trying to BS me to get a job, get money, get the next fix, whatever. I have no use. And you hate to, you know, you hate to be that way, but man, life is cruel. Yeah. Life is cruel. And it goes back to, if you don't take control of it, you know, I was destined to a life of misery. I was, um, I was living misery, but I changed my life. But I, you know, I was going, I got on a tangent there, but, talking about helping people if they're not willing to do it. Um, it goes back to who you surround yourself with, you know, maybe as, as one of these points in your life. And I keep saying this over and over and you're your best self at that point, but you're still, you're not to where I am today where man, somebody could be using drugs right next to me and I have that would not uh, bother me or tempt me to use that drug. But maybe you're a few steps behind me and, and you're bringing somebody around you that is is not made up their mind you better get them away you better exclude that person real quick or or you have a a huge opportunity to fail
0: yeah interesting stuff um so you earlier you talked about uh, how to exclude people from your life and i think that that's a a tricky thing for for some people so uh they have people they know they're uh, are negative influences in their life, but they don't know how to cut them out of their life. So can you talk a little bit about how you, how you get, make that? Because it does take a little bit of, uh, it, it takes strength. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the simple word. Strength to be able to say to somebody, especially if you've known them your whole life, they've been part of your life for however old you are. Say, say you're 25 and this person you've known since kindergarten, 20 years. That's, that's forever at, at that point. So having the courage, the strength, and the uh, conviction to to just let that person go can be, like, extremely difficult. So uh, what do you recommend in that case?
1: So the first thing, um, I used this, actually, when I started my business um, because I had nothing. I started my business from nothing. I didn't have no money. I had no backing. And I I wanted a team um, to grow with me, right? So – if they could see my vision of starting from the bottom and working our way up and building something great, then they're going to be at the top of things when things get good. So that would be my first question and has been, you know, to some of those people that I ran with, um, that I cheated death with. Um, do you want to change with me? Are you really interested in changing with me? And so, by asking that that question, you know that I'm talking about. I'm talking about friends or somebody close that is in the same boat as you, um, or or that speaks negative influence into your life. Because if someone's speaking negative influence in your life, they got their own issues. Um, so if you ask that person, are you willing to grow with me to grow in knowledge, in strength, in mindset, and to get out of this hole to build something great? to change our lives they're, it's is, they're going to make it really easy on you. So this is the easy way out is what I'm telling you. Um, right. because they're either going to do it themselves. They're going to exclude you because they, they don't want to change or they're going to change with you and grow with you and become even stronger. Right. So if, if you're not strong enough to say, Hey, look, man, uh, you're dragging me down. I've got better things in life that I want to achieve. Um, I, and I, you know, I wish you would grow with me, but I, I know that you're not. That you want to just stay where you are. So I'm going to start excluding, or myself from you and in this circle of friends and family. If you're not to that point yet, do it the easy way. Ask them to grow with you. Tell them your goals, and if they're speaking negative to your goals, or they automatically start excluding you because you're changing.
0: That's what I was it, going to say. It's done for you. That 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 would be my uh, and I, I you know again I've never uh, been in th- that particular uh, situation, but that would be my take on it is um, it, if you can avoid them long enough to. Who start to change your life they're not going to want to have anything to do with you anyway if they're determined to to live that negative run they're going to see hey he's he's not getting high anymore i don't want to be with him (laughs) he's a he's he's a bummer (laughs) whatever they were yeah so the other part of this is and i know you you didn't want to promote your business here tonight and i didn't want to bring it up just for promotional purposes but i think it's it's a good way to make the point when they see the business that you've built and that it's not and we're not just talking about one location you've grown into many locations and and built up a really impressive successful business i think that helps sell your authenticity some and and that i would just suggest that you use that business not and not necessarily to promote selling that business but in selling your story i think it's a uh, it's a really powerful thing to see when i discovered it on my own looking you up on on the web i was wow, that's, that's, that's a, an impressive change. So consider that I'm just putting that out there. Um, yeah.
1: So, um, our website is by you Um, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, YouTube, um, learning all this social media stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. it's, um, but you know, we have, we have grown at a tremendous rate. Uh, we cover the entire state of Louisiana, um, providing Uh, concrete coatings we offer a lifetime warranty and there's many benefits to our coatings on the residential side which we do about 90 percent of um you know we do garages patios pool decks Uh, we do stained floors we do commercial kitchen floors Um, we do a lot of that kind of stuff but for our our residential stuff we offer a lifetime warranty
0: and it's really um, impressive looking work and i think um you know, again, we come down to authenticity. It looks like you put so much care and um, really, um, consideration into providing value in your work, and that's part of of changing the life around too. Is really caring about the work you do, and caring about being a a true service uh, uh provider rather than somebody who's just look into it to make a buck. You're really interested in, and I'm not putting the words in your mouth. I hope, but in just in providing a quality service to people, of uh, some a real value to them, and and so that's. Part 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 of your mindset change too, isn't it? Is it not?
1: Absolutely. But you think of it's, they're parallel to each other because you build value into someone else. They're going to build value into you by telling their friend or their family. And, you know, we go into a job, we go the extra mile in our prep work. Um, the way we show up to a job, the way we, we address the customer the way we respect their home. Um, I like to compare Bayou Coatings to walking into an Apple store. Uh, when you walk into an Apple store, you're greeted properly. They know how to answer every one of your questions. Their customer <laughs> service is phenomenal, and and that's someone I look up to. I look up to the Apple. You know, I want my company to be like them. Right. You know, um, you know for sure on the customer service level.
0: Well, just as a silly thing, when you said Apple store and, and, and uh, my mind just went because I live in a very rural part of New York state and there are a lot of Apple farms around here. And I was like <laughs> oh, an Apple Apple store. I walk into Apple places all the time. They got either red ones or green ones. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Apple, I get it now. It took me a second. I'm a little slow on the uptake. Um but being a successful businessman now, and 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 seeing how your company is growing, you have to be putting in a lot, a lot of uh, your life into that. So, uh, finding the time to write the book and balance your commitment to your business must have been a challenge. No?
1: Yeah, and and that comes with you know, amazing family. You know, my wife and my children. Um, that comes with amazing employees. As I've grown the business. I've been able to take some of those hats off and, and start give, donating those hats to other people <laughs> yeah. here. You take this one. Uh, you take this one. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, Delegation is
0: important. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So, um, you know, and whether they've seen it in themselves or not, I see it in them and, and, and we're growing. And so that's freeing me up a lot. Um, when I get home, I like to spend at least two hours with my family, try to put the phone away, you know, sit at the dinner table and eat as a family and ask each other how the day went and just really dig into their lives because, yeah. um, and I'm guilty. I'm, I'm not always perfect. You know, actually tonight before this, you know, we're getting ready to evacuate for this hurricane. And, uh, I wanted to make sure I had this, this podcast ready to go. And I was looking for emails and pe- more emails was coming in. And my wife said, "Baby, it's dinner time. So I had to, I had to set that phone away. So I, yes, I'm not perfect. Uh, She had to remind me it's, it's, it's our family time. And and really that comes first.
0: You sound like you got a hell of a good woman there, my friend. Uh,
1: She's amazing, man. I'm a lucky
0: man. Uh, you certainly are. The fact that she stuck with you through all this stuff. I mean, God bless both of you. Um, but so you talked earlier about writing down your goals and you said in the present tense. Now, I'm going to ask you about long term goals here. Do you set long term goals? And if so, what are, are your long term goals? uh, uh yeah, because I would see you bringing this message to, and, and I'm not trying to tell you what to do, but I could see you bringing this to uh, schools and young people, especially, uh, to get them before they they have this kind of tragedy in their life that they have to overcome. Get on the right path early; it's easier to to, to maintain a good life. Yes,
1: absolutely. So I'll tell you about one of my goals. Um, I have a lot of personal in there. I uh, I don't mind sharing, but um, for a good public goal. Um, is something that I plan on bringing to the table one day anyway is I, I want a a culture around Jeremy van Winkle and selling you of inviting young entrepreneurs to sit at my table and And what that means is in in five to ten years from now, I want to be investing a million dollars a year into young entrepreneurs to start their businesses wow. and and behind that is because i started from nothing i slept in my truck to learn my craft uh come back just so much went into so much stress went into trying to figure out how to rob peter to pay paul to make this go work forward and i i can't pay that but i can pay this and 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 finally you start being able to breathe but if if a young person that comes in with their mind made up and like I did, but also has someone that has walked the road, been successful and can back them. The sky's the limit. And I would like to be able to, you know, to give back and help young entrepreneurs. So that's one of my goals. I, in five years, I want to be investing a million dollars a year into young entrepreneurs, building businesses.
0: Worthwhile goal and, and great. Great stuff there. Uh, listen, I know you're, you are preparing to, uh, evacuate and get out of the way of a hurricane. I, we, I wasn't even, I had thought it already passed where you are. Uh, I guess I'm a little behind on the news or not up to date on the news, but I wish you a lot of success in that. And I wish you a lot of success with the book. And I'm going to definitely point, uh, get people to come to, uh, jeremyvanwinkle.com, uh, in the coming days. Uh, you know, um, the site's not up yet, but by the time you, you you download this podcast if you're on the audio side. it will definitely be up tonight as as this taping is October 8th uh, and it's uh, nighttime here in New York where I am so it'll probably be out tomorrow October 9th the site will be up uh, probably we're not making any definite promises on that, but, uh, if not, you can just bookmark it. The links will be in the description here so you can find it nice and easy. Jeremy, I really thank you for your time. and bringing this really positive message. Uh, any final parting thoughts before we go?
1: Well, once that decision is made, if you win and keep winning, you could change the world.
0: Great. You stuff. Really can. Uh, great stuff. And I, and I wish you great success with that. And I, I you know what, I, I have uh, every confidence that you're going to be successful in in every everything you do, because you you seem like, uh, you know, it, it, it's easy to feel like, you know, you know, everything, but you seem like you're at least on the right track to everything. And that that's the most <laughs> important part. Absolutely. So I, I thank you very much for your time and wish you great success and have a great night. No,
1: thank you for the opportunity, sir.
0: Thank uh, bye for now. This episode is brought to you by Put Me in the Story. Put Me in the Story creates personalized books for kids by taking best-selling children's picture books and well-loved characters and allowing you to create personalized books that make your child the star of the story alongside their favorite characters. Save 25% stall-wide when you click the link on minddogtv.com and use the code SAVE25. We're also sponsored by Lovely. Lovely is your online stop for modern, irresistible, and affordable women's clothing. Never before has dressing yourself been so easy. Lovely's carefully curated selection of apparel, accessories, and outerwear are always on trend and always available at the web's best prices. Lovely is dedicated to delivering high-quality clothing to women that will make them look and feel their best. They believe every woman has the right to dress well and shouldn't have to spend a lot to love how she looks. They make it easy to wear outfits you love every day, giving you the confidence to take on the world. Lovely.com summer fashion trends are now 40% off, starting at just $5.99. Get an extra 18% off when you click the link on MindDogTV.com and use the code JFT18. We're also sponsored by Vapor DNA. Founded in 2013, Vapor DNA is the premier online vape store offering an industry leading selection of electronic cigarettes, e-liquids, and accessories. Their friendly and knowledgeable customer service team is always ready to provide the best customer service experience to ensure you find what you're looking for. They guarantee their products to be 100% genuine and at the lowest possible price. They're so confident in their selection and customer service, they offer their customers a 45-day refund policy. Save 20% when you click the link on MindDogTV.com and use the code Q. Jeremy Van Winkle, folks, I hope you got a lot out of that. I have to cut this one just a little bit short because I have a second broadcast tonight, which is unusual. It's called... Uh, it's the guys from... Helping. Uh, helping with humor, Couple of comedians who put together a charity event, an online comedy show that we want to promote, and they're going to be here at nine o'clock. So it won't be on this ne- uh, same stream. I'm going to end this stream, and then we'll be over there. You can just check it out; it's on the YouTube channel, or on minddogtv.com, or on the Facebook page uh, for Mind Dog TV. So we'll catch you over there. I thank Jeremy for his time. I hope you will check out his website and his book, especially, and support him in what he's doing because it's a great great cause uh so until four minutes from now on the on the next stream i'm matt napple for the mind Dose tv podcast thanks for coming and bye for now
2: welcome ladies and gentlemen right this way in the summertime in freeport down on the great south bay there's a cozy little seaport where they will believe. You can hear the music, play it, smell the seafood in the air And anything your heart desires, you can find it all down there Come on along, walk the miles with me We can share a laugh or two We can dance and we can sing Down on Woodcliffe Avenue Raise a glass, have a drink with me And we can kiss like lovers do Party all night long Down on Woodcliff Avenue uh-huh. All the down at halfway They're all friends of mine They're always glad to see you You can stop at any time See the party boats are passing and the people they wave and shout, and the smiling faces everywhere. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Come on along, walk the mile with me, and we can share a laugh or two. We can dance and we can sing. Down on Woodcliff Avenue, raise a glass, uh-huh. have a drink with me, and we can kiss like lovers do, and we can party all night long. Down on Wood Left Avenue When the 45s are playing There's a rocking crowd To the man with a decibel meter Comes and says You
0: boys are way too loud
2: Come on along Walk the mile with me And we can share a lap for two We can dance and we can sing Down on Woodcliffe Avenue Raise a glass, have a drink with me, and we can kiss like lovers do, and we can party all night long down on Hooklub Avenue Uh When the 45's are playing there's a rocking crowd to the man with a decibel meter comes and says it's still too loud. Come on along, walk the mile with me. We can share a laugh or two. We can dance and we can sing. Down on Woodcliffe Avenue, crazy a glass. Have a drink with me. And we can kiss like lovers do. We can party all night long. Down on Woodcliffe Avenue Yeah, we can get party all night long Down on Woodcliffe Avenue